All right. Um, again, good evening, everyone, tonight. Um, I can still hear a little echo. You got your phone on me. You might need to cut it down just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Um, good e- again, good evening, to, uh, everyone. Uh, welcome to Bible study tonight. Um, we thank you for um, joining us tonight. And um, to give to New Life Christian Center Ministries, you can either give by texting NLCCMG, as in give, to 54244, or you can give through the website, following the links, at uh, newlifeccm.org. Amen. Let's get started tonight. Um, tonight's message, um, and it's been uh, ringing in my spirit, uh, basically, I guess, at least for the last couple of days. I want to say the um, all week, but um, it, I want to say at least for the last couple of days. And the question has come up in me is, how do I get past me? And that is the title of tonight's message is, How Do I Get Past Me? Okay. Um, and Pastor, um, if you would like to um, uh, inject at any time, of course, please feel free. Okay. Um, I looked up the word selfishness. Selfishness means, or selfishness is, um, that an attitude of being concerned with one's own interests above the interests of others. Um, and we realize that this is a course of destruction. I'll read that, that, that uh, definition again. It's, uh, selfishness is that attitude of being concerned with one's own interests above the interests of others. Um, and the thing about it, when we can't get past us, um, a lot of times is either it's out of ignorance or it's out of selfishness or both. Because um, some choose not to know. Okay? Um, so... But we have to realize, according to Jeremiah 29, 11, and let's turn there. I know you're familiar with the scripture. <laughs> Excuse me. But let's turn there. Jeremiah 29, 11. And when you have it, say Amen. 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 Jeremiah twenty nine eleven reads, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Okay, so God has plans for us. I'll Life is preordained. Our life is uh, preplanned. 
And uh, we have to seek God. We have to get past ourselves and seek God to find out. And pastors have been ministering on this um, based on uh, purpose, based on purpose. And in order for us to know our purpose, we need to seek God for the plans that he has for us. Okay, so when we get caught up in ourselves, we set ourselves up for imprisonment. Imprisonment of the soul, which leads to the imprisonment of the body. So when we... um, get caught up in ourselves. Of course, that imprisonment takes a place in the soul, but we know that anytime something happens in the soul, the body is going to soon follow. Amen? So I wanted to look at um, the account of Esther tonight um, because I was asking the Holy Spirit, you know, what... Um, who is it uh, in the word that um, had to get past themselves? I know it's 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 more people uh, within the Bible, within the word, um, that need to get past themselves. Um, but I'm going to move the truck. Or not. <laughs> anyway, um, wow. Um, as I was saying, um, I was looking at some uh, different uh, uh, individuals in the, in the word. And um, Esther was one of the people that came up um, concerning how she had to get past herself. And if you remember, um, the Lord used Esther um, to be able to uh, help free his people. And she had to get past herself. So let's turn to Esther And we're going to start in chapter 4. And remember, she was adopted by her cousin. Um, She um, was beautiful. Um, And the queen that was uh, in the... uh, The queen uh, during that day... uh, I guess she got beside herself. So um, they came up with a plan to um, get her out of out of the uh, out of her. How, how would you say? I want to I want to say her rulership. She she wasn't ruling anything. Her the king was the ruler, but she they got they took her out of her her place her place of influence. You know, so um, of course uh, they uh, came up with the idea of um, uh, having 
some young women come in and they were preparing them uh, to be um, the next queen. You know, and Esther was the one that gained favor. So anyway, let's go to chapter 4. Uh, Esther cha- uh, chapter 4. Is everyone there? When you have it, say amen. 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 Okay. Now, okay, fast forward, okay. Um, there was someone that, uh, and you have to go back further uh, in the beginning of Esther, but um, there was a man within um, uh, the king's um, palace, I guess to say, um, that uh, was plotting and planning to kill uh, the Jews. You know, so um, verse 8 reads in chapter 4, it says, also he gave him the copy of uh, the writing of the decree that was given to Shushan, I guess, to destroy them, talking about the Jews, to show it unto Esther. And then this is when she had already become queen and to declare it unto her and to charge her that she should go in unto the king to make supplication unto him and to make uh, requests before him uh, for her people. So she had found out that um, that Hammond, which was the person that was plotting to, to kill, um, they were, um, she had found out that he was plotting to kill her people. This is where she had to make the decision to say, you know what, y'all deal with it. I'm the queen and, you know, I'm here. And, you know, being selfish about it. But she had to make the decision to get to get past herself. And, uh, Pastor, was there anything that you wanted to add? You good? Okay. She had to make the decision she had to recognize her purpose, okay, um, because it wasn't by chance that she became the queen at that particular time, okay. She had to recognize her purpose. This was, she had to realize that it was bigger than just her. She had to, um, uh, she had to step into a place of intercession for her people, and to help others fulfill their purpose. So God has placed us on this earth to fulfill a purpose. He has the destiny for us. And nine times out of ten, I would say 99.9% of the time, I'll say 100% of the time, is not just based on us. It's not all about us. It's not all about our four no more. It's not all about just our household. You know, I hear people a lot of times say, you know, um, if I win the lottery, then um, I'm going to, uh, you know, live off of that and I'm going to live comfortably and I'm going to not work anymore and I'm just going to retire and that's, you know, that's that's it. You know, um, but... That's actually a selfish act because it doesn't include being a blessing to someone else. And I'm not, I'm not saying as far as 
number one, I'm not advocating playing a lottery. Um, but uh, but someone that was to come into a large sum of money like that or come into a position, period, um, that they could help others, um, a lot of times people will feel that the people that's within their sphere, their family, um, sometimes just their immediate family, sometimes their siblings or what have we, um, they feel that um, that's all they need to be concerned with. And God did not put us on this earth just to be in our little bubble, and that's it. You know, and I think about, and I'm sure you guys probably have heard about this. I think about uh, the gentleman Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry um, uh, is a he was a, he was homeless, and he became a billionaire. Um, and we know him, of course, playing as Medea. You know, um, uh, dressing up like a woman, and you know the, the different. He went from. Uh, writing plays to uh, doing uh, movies to going uh, to television. Oh, I'm sorry, going from television to movies, uh, big screen, TV, uh, big screen uh, movies. And he single-handedly, I'm sure he had a team and he had a help, had help. But he had this vision of planting seed in Atlantic, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. And he went, he planted seed in, in Atlanta, Georgia, and he ended up purchasing a uh, Confederate uh, old military base. It's like 330 acres. And uh, he um, just did a grand um, uh, opening of the place, and he invited all of these different stars and all of these different um, actors that really hadn't been recognized for their for their work and everything. And he even um, uh, named some of the sound stages, these huge buildings, sound stages, um, after some very well known actors and actresses. You know, Cindy Poitier, Diane Curl, and you know, blah blah. But anyway, the point that I'm making is that he had a vision. God had a purpose for him in the entertainment realm to be able to have a place for um, people of color to be able to showcase their talents in the entertainment industry. So it wasn't all about just him trying to make money in, in all of that. It was a place where, um, and they said that Hollywood had uh, ignored him, um, but now Hollywood comes to him to be able to film certain movies like the Black Panther and all of that. Um, certain movies, they're coming to him to be able to, to shoot it on his grounds because he has 330 acres that um, – that swallows up all of the major uh, production companies, movie production companies in the U.S. I say all of that to say is he seen that he had a purpose and God used him and he seen that it was bigger than just him. 
You know, so he had to get past himself. Okay, so one of the things that we have to do to be able to get past ourselves is we have to recognize and identify our purpose. You know, and I think I may have asked you guys before, have you asked the Lord what your purpose is? I know it's broken English, but have you asked God what your purpose is on this earth? It's not just to have a bunch of babies or to make a bunch of babies and, you know, do whatever, but there is a purpose for us to be on this earth. And in order for us to recognize it, we have to get past ourselves. So we have to recognize and identify our purpose. That's number one, okay? Number two, then there's a time of cleansing when we realize what our purpose is because a lot of times we have issues and baggage and stuff that we have brought um, along, carried along the way in our life uh, time, whether it be mama wasn't present, dad wasn't present, mom and dad might not have been present, we might have been adopted, we might have been abused, we might have been verbally abused, we might have been physically abused. All of those different baggages that we carry along the way, then we have to allow the Lord to um, cleanse us. And how we do that, of course, you know, we have said, you know, you soak your soul with the blood of Jesus, the deuterous power, and the glorious light. And you, um, whatever scripture the Lord lays on your heart, you soak your soul and you just pray in the spirit, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes um, at a time or, you know, however the Lord leads you to start revealing to you, you. So there's a time of cleansing where it allows us to get beyond us. And then Pastor had mentioned earlier that then you, um, uh, we move into a path of righteousness because then God starts sanctifying us um, based on um, what he has shown us. Okay, so, and what we're allowing him to cleanse us with. Okay, and then number three, that's the time that we recognize our flaws or our inadequacies. And then when we, you know, sometimes we see and it's like, oh, wow, I didn't know I had that in me. That was ugly. I know I've said it sometimes myself. It's like, ooh. But seeing that, and then giving it to God, saying, you know, Lord, I am, you know, I am flawed. You know, I have, you know, my inadequacies. But, Lord, I give this, these inadequacies, inadequacies, excuse me, inadequacies over to you. Help me with them. So you give, it, you give your inadequacies or your flaws over to God to help you. Um, to get, so you can get past your flaws. And then he'll help you and he'll show you how to work through them, whether it be fear, whether it be what have we. But he, he, he shows you how to work through them. 
you know, we've heard that God will not give us anything that um, we can't bear, which is true. Sometimes it feels like we can't bear it, but we get through it. We always have, and I've always said that God has an awesome track record. He has an awesome track record. So within our flaws, it shows us these things, okay? It shows that we need God the Father. It shows errors for us to correct with the help of the Holy Ghost. Um, And then through the help of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, he breaks down... He started breaking down the in, within us the impossibilities and uncover our possibilities. Did I say that right? He breaks the Holy Spirit with the help of the Holy Spirit. He breaks down our impossibilities and uncover our possibilities. So the things that we thought that was impossible, oh, I can't do that. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not tall enough. I'm not black enough. I'm not white enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. You know, I, I can't do this, can't do that. If, 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 I can't, you know, I can't afford it, what have we. All those different ifs. God starts showing us that it is possible to do what we thought we couldn't possibly do. And I was talking to Pastor about this earlier. And I said, you know, Pastor, um, it's been times, well, not times, I think about when we were going through, uh, when our uh, our upline, um, uh, Dr. Leroy, told us, y'all need to go ahead and buy a new truck. And I said um, to Pastor, and it was it was fear. Um, and I'm going to speak for myself, I ain't going to speak for him. But it was fear because I was looking at, wow, you know, I don't want to be caught in a four-year lease agreement or payment agreement or what have we. Because if I want to be, and I was trying to find a way of escape, my own way of escape. (laughs) Um, I wanted to have a way out. I don't want to be locked for four years in this lease for for a truck, you know, and I don't want I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't I don't I don't don't. <laughs> and realizing today, the fears that I had, and I and I realized the purpose for God having us out on this road, the fears that I had. God showed me what I thought was impossible to be possible. So, and and we realize, or I realize that the lease that we're in, we can pay it off anytime we want. The um, uh, if we want to step away, we can step away anytime we want. So the fears that I had, that I allowed the enemy to build up those strongholds. They were false, false evidence appearing real, fear. Selah, let's pause and think about that. 
So I was seeing the negative of the positive. I'm going to say that again. I was seeing the negative of the positive, and you can look at it as in once I realized our purpose, then I started seeing the positive and the negative. I started seeing the positive and the negative. What I thought that we couldn't do, we could do, and we did it. Me figuring, trying to figure out a way of escape, there is a way of escape if, if I want to if I want to uh, just come off the road. But I'm going to do it in God's timing this time. Your human side, um, you will err at times, okay? We're all human. That shows that we need help from the Holy Ghost. You can't depend on self, but you have to trust in the Holy Ghost. Remember Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? We don't have to turn there. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Number four, we can be... As far as our flaws, our flaws will show us that we can be receptive to the strategies of the Holy Ghost. Lord, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. I don't, Lord, I don't know how we're going to get this truck, but I'm trusting you because you placed us out on this road for a purpose, for a reason. So I'm trusting you to, to reveal to us the strategies as to how you want us to get into, back into our own truck. And as you can see, he did. And then when you do that, divine revelation shows up. New ideas shows up. And when I was feeling that, it's like, Lord, you know, uh, you know, in, in, conf- in confessing and in talking to Pastor about it, I was like, we're going to birth this thing. We're getting back into our own truck. Both of us are saying, we get back into our own truck. We had to get past ourselves. Pastor, you quiet over there. You don't have anything to say. <laughs> I didn't hear you. Oh, mute. Okay. oh, I'm sorry. I was on mute. Yeah, I do have something to say, but I was going to let you just go ahead and finish. Same what you're saying. You sound like you was in the groove, so I'm going to let you go ahead and finish. Okay. Well, let's turn to uh, Esther 5. Esther chapter 5. And in 1 and 2, and for sake of time, I'm not going not gonna to read it, but you can, you can uh, well, actually, I, I will read it. Esther 5, 1 and 2. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel and stood in the inner court of the king's house over against the king's house and the king sat upon his throne royal throne in the royal house over against the gate of the house and it was so when the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court that she obtained favor in his sight and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand so that Esther drew near 
So Esther drew near and touched the top of the scepter. So, of course, when when um, you can't just go to the king's uh, palace and say, hey, what's up? <laughs> you had to be, uh, you had to follow protocol, you know, and because you could actually get killed, you know, if he didn't uh, summons you there. Okay, so in es- with Esther, and and sometimes we feel that some of the things that we, uh, and I said it earlier, um, what we thought we couldn't get done, now we know we can get it done. I was looking at how in the world are we going to get into our own truck again, but then the Holy Spirit started revealing things to us, and I said, I know we can do this, to the point where, um, the, remember the pattern I was mentioning before? The Lord will have you uh, tread in a particular pattern that he has for you, for you to uh, be victorious in uh, situations or circumstances or, you know, that that goes on in in your life. You know, so um, I went um, or we went and, and, and got a key ring for the truck. We named the truck Destiny. We found, we showed it to you guys. We 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 um, found the key ring that said Destiny, and we hung it up in the truck that wasn't ours at the time. And we said, this is the key ring for our for our truck. And soon afterwards, we got our truck. We got the keys to our truck. So, what we thought that couldn't get done we realized that it could get done. Then, as you can see with Esther, um, in verse 3, favor was given. Verse 3, 5, 3 says, Then said the king unto her, What wilt thou queen Esther? And what is thy request? It shall be given uh, thee, to the half of the kingdom. He said this more than once. He said it more than once. So it was favor already found. So we will find that when we get past us and we realize the purpose that God has for us, um, then favor will come. And we start having the faith to realize that it can get done. We also, and we know this, we have to, we need to honor God with our substance, who gives us the blessing. You know, when we um, decide to go ahead and pursue getting into our own truck. We sold first fruits to our man of God. We were sowing first fruits to him pertaining to this truck. And as a result of it, we were honoring our man of God. We was honoring God through our man of God. And you can read that in, uh, let's see, verse 8. Verse 8 says, if I have found favor, and this is, this is after, you know, the the uh, well, let's go up to seven. 
It says, Then answered Esther and said, My petition and my request is, verse 8, If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it, if it please the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king have said. So he's, she has come to... Um, well, she had prepared a, a, a banquet, okay? They came to the banquet. He said, okay, what you want? I'll give you up to half the kingdom. What you, what you need? What you need? <laughs> and she said, you know, I want you to come to a banquet tomorrow, and I'll reveal to you what my request is. So the Lord, the Holy Spirit, was revealing to her the strategy of what he was going to uh, execute to get done what he wanted her to do. Okay. And not only that, and she mentioned about Hammond in the eighth verse, and I'm skipping through, you know, the, the book of Esther, and it will be good for you to, to read through the whole book of uh, Esther. Um. But in, in um, verse 8, she mentioned Hammond. So the Holy Spirit will reveal and remove the enemy through you knowing what your purpose is, you getting past yourself, you seeking God as to what he wants you to do, how he wants you to do it. And the Lord will reveal to you the, the enemy within the camp, so to say, and then he'll remove it. You know, so that's an awesome thing. And then, and the pastor revealed this, and God can turn around, uh, uh, turn around and use the one that hates you or the one that's speaking against you or whatever to bless you. I think about the, who was it we just read recently? Nehemiah. Nehemiah wanted to rebuild the wall of, of, uh, of uh, was it Jericho? No. He wanted, Jerusalem, thank you. He had the J right. <laughs> he wanted to rebuild the wall of Jerusalem. And he asked the king, he prayed. He he went into the courts of heaven. He prayed. He went into the courts of heaven, and, and then he turned around, and he, he got the strategy from God, and he turned around, and he asked the king, can I go and build, rebuild the wall of Jerusalem? Can I get some supplies? It doesn't say anything about him paying for it either. Get get some supplies. And the king said, yeah, you can go rebuild the wall. You can get the supplies. Um, he asked for uh, some letters to be able to pass through certain um, uh, providences um, he, um, uh, or territories. And then he turned around and sent people with him. So the king funded what the Lord wanted him uh, to do. So God will fund, he will fund what he wants you to do. 
He'll provide the finances. We just got to step out in faith. Trying to find a jump off point here. We have to understand our limitations because we do have limitations. And the very thing that God can use within our limitations can set us free. And Pastor said that. I thought that was powerful. Fear, the fear that we had, ended up turning into faith. Fear will speak louder than your faith at times. We, you know, I don't want to deal with the the the, uh, the truck note, or I don't want to deal with um, being locked into um, a truck lease agreement for four years. I want to be able to leave when I, because I'm tired of being on the road. Remember I was saying that. So that fear that I was having was speaking louder than faith, but the Lord turned that around and turned that fear into faith. So the purpose. And the purpose will reveal truth. Fear will no longer be a part of the equation because of your purpose. Okay. Um, We may go into more of this next week, however the Lord may lead us. But I want to reveal to you or want to remind you that we have to get past ourselves. God has a plan for us, according to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and it's 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 bigger than just us, our immediate family. We have to seek God for what He wants us to do. Because you think about it, this world is full of selfish people, and if everybody is into themselves, then God's purpose is not being fulfilled. Man's purpose is being fulfilled. Okay, Pastor, you wanted to add something to that? Uh, Yeah, I did. Our limitations is the very thing sometimes God will do, will use. Our limitations is the very thing uh, sometimes God will use to literally set us free. But see... One of the reasons why we have a hard time with uh, understanding um, uh, our limitations and the reason for the limitations is because we've been looking at our limitations for the longest time on the negative side of what we can't do, what we can't have, what we can't become, whatever, whatever the case may be. When we turn around and we say and we decided and we decide that you know what um, our limitations and we recognize that our limitations are designed for us to get over ourselves. In other words, it puts us in a position with where that we need to look and hunt for our purpose. Now, when we start looking for our purpose and in, 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 in seeking God for what God truly has for us, it overrides everything. It moves fear, it moves doubt, and it also moves removes limitation. And uh Reverend was talking about that this evening concerning his truck. It removed doubt, it removed fear, and it removed limitation. It removes 
the it removed the limitation that we didn't have the money. Because we didn't know where the money was coming from when we had this truck. Boom, it showed up. Nehemiah, you know, when when he wanted to go build this wall, he didn't have the money to build a wall. Guess what? Boom, that money showed up. Right. And because he had a purpose, he had a divine purpose. It's just like when you get a new car. It's just like when you get anything that God placed in your hands. The thing is, we need to celebrate the purpose that God has given us because that is a tool that God's going to use to take us to the next step that he wants us to go. Now, see, <clears throat> excuse me. So now I'm I'm not going to be long. I'm I'm getting ready. I'm just trying to just trying to help some things up here. Um, we need to realize, and we need to come to a complete understanding that our life as a Christian is never about us. It's always about Fulfilling a divine purpose, uh, uh, um, filling a divine purpose um, that's hooked in with Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and is also um, hooked in with your uh, divine. How want to say uh, your divine? Um, <coughs> your divine uh, purpose and your divine. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, abundance. I, I just can't think of another word right now, but you, you understand what I'm saying. So in other words, God will truly fund everything that you need done if it's locked into a divine purpose or God's purpose. So um, that's, that's that's basically all I have to say. So, Reverend, it's, it's up to you what you want to do from here. Okay, well, um, I'm going to stop the recording, but let me pray this prayer before we stop the recording. Father, forgive us for not looking past us. I'll for no more. Forgive us for not seeking you for our purpose. Forgive us for not spending enough time with you, Lord God, to seek our purpose. We know we know what we're supposed to do. We know we're supposed to go into the courts of heaven and deal, deal with the legalities. We know we're supposed to um, uh, confess. We know we're supposed to decree a thing. We know we're supposed to be declaring things. But Father, forgive us for being slack on that. And, Father, we bless you for revealing to us, Lord God. We, it shows that you love us, how to get past us. And we bless you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. So right now I'm going to open up the line. Uh, I'm going to stop the recording. <laughs>